0: It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson. (laughs) Yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. For peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702 335 5744. 702 335 5744. Leverers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium, and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the aviators. PromoDirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. PromoDirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. now. Ah,
1: yes it does. Live PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. It is Sports X Radio next two hours right here. Keep it right here, baby, in Vegas. A lot of you listen on that free app. We stream live on Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Now listen, I know I have a lot of old school folks like myself. So what are we used to? turning the dial, putting on the radio, and listening. Same time, same thing. Not going to change if we don't have to, but you do have to, because here's the thing. 720 KDWN, the AM side, it's been around forever. I believe the oldest station in Vegas. At the end of this month, 720 will not be there, as far as KDWN will not be on 720 at the end of February. It will be 101.5. So you hear all the you know, times when I'm going off the air over the last month and a half, 101.5, 101.5 FM, 101.5 FM. I'm doing that, not saying the 720, because at the end of February, where are we going? 101.5 FM. It's a great signal. It's awesome. Put your radios there. Chicago Bill, been listening to the show for 17, 18 years. He's on the FM side, so please mark it down. That means all the great shows, all the great programming. Sanchez, of course, he's shifted over now, 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. He's going to be, same thing, 101.5 on the FM side, all that great KDWN programming. Long, long time. You just get used to the 720. So all of a sudden, there's going to be some of you go, where the heck is it? Where's Thompson? Where's SportsX Radio? They fired him. Ah, they haven't done that yet. So, you know, Mark Hoke show, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Where's that wrestling? They fired him. No, not yet. We're working on it. But we haven't done that yet. So mark it down, end of this month. In fact, make the change now. Go to 101.5 on the FM side. This way you don't have to worry about it. Or, better than that, download the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download that sucker. Search X Radio. Search KDWN. Search Mark Hoke show. You'll get them all right there. Anytime you can get it, so make sure you do that. All right? I just had to get that in there. Now, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, KT, where is he? PSBR Law Studios right here in Las Vegas. The best in personal injury, Panache Boyle and Ravapudi. That's right, psbrlaw.com. You can check things out. You know the 702 for Vegas, the best in personal injury. Long, long time now in Southern Cal. Better than 20 years there. This is their fourth year now here in the Vegas Valley. They are an incredible... Outfit, and Brian Panish, of course, is senior partner. Over $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements the last decade for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice, that is PSBR Law. PSBRlaw.com, go there, but jot down the number in case you need personal injury. I hope you don't, but if you do, you want to have the best. 702, you got down, 830 Five, three. All right, great fat Tuesday show for you. College hoops galore. And NBA, KT, you know, as football kind of goes away, I get more and more into the NBA. And when the Knicks are winning, which isn't often, then I'll really get into the NBA. Crooklyn Ball is going to join me at 925. He's going to talk a little Knicks. They won again tonight on the road, beat the Magic. Get into that. Jose Volante. Oh! Okay, Jose Volante in <laughs> studio, hour one. This guy comes in wearing the USC you know, I love it. It's a beautiful USC warm-up jacket. And I'm like, yes, and then I see the freaking Laker hat, ruined it all. But the cool thing is for KT, LeBron going for the record to pass the immortal Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which kind of bums me out. Because kind of bums me out because I always thought Kareem would hold on to that record with that sky hook, old school. But LeBron's going to break it, and he may break it tonight. Jose, update me, man. Where are we with the LeBron chase?
2: Looks like right now we are currently sitting at – LeBron has 20 points, I believe. 20, One, and he's as get As, to as long as I can get this to load over here. There okay. we go. LeBron's got 20 points, 6 of 10 shooting. He's got to get to 38, so he's 30, 18, 18 away to push. I I'm sorry, it, wasn't it 36? I thought it was 36. 36. I, I thought he needed 37 to break
1: it. So You're that's, right, 37
2: okay. to break it, so 16 away to
1: tie. Okay, so good stuff. So if he does, the cool thing for KT, not the biggest LeBron fan, but I do appreciate greatness, and I do have an untouched – LeBron James rookie card. So that thing, I see visions of that appreciating big time. Uh, It could come into play for Mark Hoke's uh, Christmas stocking. You know, still have 10 months for that to worry about that, what's going to go there. And we'll get with Mark Hoke because remember he played an interview last week with Tony Khan. Tony Khan, of course, the AEW CEO and the head guy, of course, uh, Shad Khan's son, Shad, of course, owning the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. But Tony's really turned AEW into something big. Well, Mark Hoke had an interview with Tony last week. This thing went viral. I mean, if you just Google Mark Hoke and Tony Khan, just put it in there. Just go Google. You'll see, like, pages of stuff. I mean, in languages you don't even understand. Or maybe you do, but we don't. I mean, incredible stuff. So we'll get into that in our number two as well. Brad Powers, the best there is in college football. Pretty darn good in the NFL as well. BP will join me at 9.05. He'll give his take on maybe some props, but really as far as breaking down the ball and he'll update us on any tidbits, college football uh, that have headlines and, and you need to know about it now. Brad Powers. Uh, but Jose Volante, you are here, our number one. Always great to have you, my man give out your uh, your Twitter handle so people can follow you. And you do a lot of Instagram stuff. I, I mean, the younger guys, you guys are all into Instagram pictures, making it look like every day is a party day in my life. And we're always smiling and happy. It's such crap, but go ahead. Yeah, give it out.
2: <laughs> so the only Instagram stuff I'm doing is when I do the family stuff. But when I'm doing my media and all my sports stuff, it is on Twitter, at Jose underscore Volonte. Check me out with the outlet SV. Just doing a lot of things on Twitter, man. Trying to do as much as we can on the gambling side, which is crazy. Um, I'm not a handicapper, but I'm someone that used to the work in a book so i love the the gambling and the handicapping and part of it you pretend so, you to know be what anyway. mean? <laughs> i mean i pretend to be yeah, if you want to say awesome. that but yeah man check me out at jose underscore volante on all things twitter
1: all right so nba the lakers trail at 73 64 to the okc thunder now that is with 55 seconds left in the first half 73 to or now it's 76 76 64 15 seconds to go in the half 76 to 60, 140 freaking points.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when you look at a total, it's 239 and a half, 240 some places. That's insane for a regular season NBA game. But that's how things have changed, Jose, over the last couple years. It's ridiculous. It's almost like we remember the All Star games and go, oh man, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, you know, high 200s, man. It's I mean, it's a regular season game. This game tonight could get to 275. You know where it's sitting in game?
2: 282. 260 and a half, oh, 260 right. 200. Minus
1: yeah, they, they figure. Well, you know what, though? Here's my thing. With the Thunder and a 12-point lead, when there's a lead like that, the team that's trailing is going to push the tempo. Yeah. So Lakers are going to push it. When the game gets to where your fourth quarter and it's a two-three-point game either way, that's when they start taking care of possessions a little bit more. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep the LeBron chase going. Again, he needed 18 more points. It's 76-65 with a second to go in the first half. Thunder up by 11. And OKC, got to give them credit. They're playing pretty good ball this year. And uh, let me just go. The only other game going with two minutes to go in the Mile High City, Denver embarrassing the T-Wolves. How about the Nuggets? 140. See what Jokic has. 140 to 103. <laughs> you see, I guarantee he's got a triple-double. 140 to 103. The Denver no- Nuggets were minus eight at home. two thirty two and a half. That game's flown over already. And then the Knicks, of course, beat the Magic 102-98. Pelicans 116-107. They beat the Hawks. They were only favored by a point. Now other places had them as a dog by a point. Jokic's so got points. a triple-double. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. I mean, that that guy is a triple-double machine.
2: 30-16 and 12. See? 16 assists. How about 12 assists, though, for a big
1: guy? Come That's on. insane. 12 assists for a big guy. But it, no thir- respect. You, no always respect. Res- you always expect a double-double for sure from that guy, right? Easy. A little in-and-out action. Money. I mean... But to get the triple-double, and he does it regularly, and we talked about Westbrook for all those times. But Westbrook, he would almost go for it. Like, you know, if the game was out of hand, he would stay in like if they wanted to bring him out. No, he he had to get that triple-double. It became something of a personal nature yeah. to him. Where Jokic, he doesn't even realize that he has the triple-double till they say, hey, nice, nice game, man. Another triple-double. He's like, oh, really? Yeah, like he didn't, you know. Not a big deal. He's just doing his job, yeah. and he does it very well.
2: It's all about the team for him. It's not about his personal accolades, as where with Russell Westbrook, it, it always seemed that way. He's a great player. Not taking anything away from him, but it never seemed like it was about the team. It was always like I got to get these stats, and it, it, the reason it seemed that the ball was always in his hand, he never wanted to
1: get it out. He was so. a great player. I don't know. He's a mediocre ball player now. I wouldn't say mediocre. mediocre. If if
2: he realizes Medi- that he can take that six-man back seat, come off the bench type of role, and, and play with it a lot better, I think he can continue to be good. Not great, but continue to be good.
1: Would you trade for him?
2: If I'm a playoff team right now that needs that kick in the butt coming off my bench and he's willing to take that spot, 100% I'd trade for him.
1: I'm so glad the Knicks didn't. I remember we are thinking, oh, like a few years back, oh, man, let's get Westbrook. Let's get what? Thank yeah, God they didn't do it. <laughs> Unreal. All right, uh, last game, Grizz, 104-89, beat the Bulls. I'm sorry, and I missed the Suns, 116-112. That game went back and forth. Nets actually uh, were trying to get into position to get that tying three off, but they couldn't do it because Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns, and I love him as a a coach, he would foul. He's like, screw that. I'm not even giving you an opportunity to get that tying three. I'm fouling you. And so then finally with 4.1 left, they were down 3 they made the first, tried to miss the second, which was a great miss. It hit off the back iron, but Aiton grabbed the rebound and uh, made the three, uh, the two free throws, and that put it away. One sixteen, one twelve. The Suns win. Total two twenty three and a half. Game gets over, and uh, the Grizz do get the win. One hundred four eighty nine. Bulls are slumping, and the Grizz do cover the nine and a half. Game stays well under. How about two thirty and a half? The game hits one ninety three. Unbelievable. Uh, so there is your NBA, and again the Nuggets one forty six to one eleven with seven seconds seconds to go. So they get a nice easy win. At Denver. I'll get into some college basketball as well. Let me update. I got to go down and see. I only played two games today. And we'll see how they're panning out. And let's see. Oh, I won. Okay, Kansas State. I'm looking. I'm looking because I thought it was (laughs) still going. No, I thought it was still going. But I laid four and a half. I actually laid five. I got a bad number. I laid five on Kansas State at about 430 or no, about four o'clock, about four o'clock. And, uh, yeah, no, it was about 4.30. And so the game hadn't started yet, and they were playing TCU at home. Now, TCU miles is out. Guy gets 18 points a game. Now there's film on him being out. They won the first game because West Virginia had travel troubles, and they ended up winning. And so I I took them, and they actually covered. When a team doesn't have film on a team playing with a star player that is their main scorer, a lot of times you figure, oh, that main score is out. Oh, they're going to get killed. No, because the other team doesn't have film on them. What do they do when that main score is in? 60% of the stuff goes through that guy. Now all of a sudden you take that out, so they don't know what to expect. But the second game when they have film, and I went against them, and they got blown out the second game. So tonight Kansas State coming off you know a couple tough games. This is a good solid team. Tang, Jerome Tang, 19 years under Scott Drew over there at Baylor as assistant coach. And he had other opportunities potentially, but he liked being there. He was like the Ed McMahon for uh, Johnny Carson for you old school folks. He didn't want to leave. He was good with it. And so he stayed, but he gets an opportunity, K-State. And look, Weber didn't leave him jack, really. It's not like the cupboard was full when he got there. But man, he's got this team plan. I got him 125 to 1 to win the whole enchilada. I don't think they'll win the whole thing, but I'm hoping they could get to the Elite 8 and then I can hedge back. We'll see how that all pans out. But 82-61, to 61, they blow out TCU. The only other game I have is New Mexico. I laid four and a half. They're up 29-24 to avenge a loss against Nevada. The first game I had Nevada, and it's crazy because Nevada was minus two and a half. Nevada is trailing in the game. The game goes into overtime. They tie it to get it into overtime late, and they're at home. And I'm like, oh, I got it. Now they're at home. No, they're trailing by five in overtime with a minute seven to go. And they don't even have the ball. And they get back-to-back turnovers by New Mexico, a three, and then a two. They tie it. It goes into double overtime, and they take care of business, and they get the win and the cover. So uh, I remember these games. So I figured this is payback. You're in the pit. New Mexico's going to be ready. Richard Pitino should have the guys ready. 7.43 to go first half. You can listen to that game right now if you want on our sister station, 11.40 The Bet on the AM side here in Vegas. Uh, other games rolling right now, Fresno State 40-38 to 38 leading San Jose State, 11-58 to go second half. That's a payback game for Fresno because they got beat at San Jose. We'll see how that one pans out. Missouri beat South Carolina, but only by nine. I say only because they were laying 15. 83-74, the game flies over the total. Michigan State has just come back, and I say come back. If you were watching the early part of that game, they were up 24-6. to six. You're like, oh, they're going to cruise. I nearly bet Sparty. I didn't bet them. They were laying four. And I said, Maryland's playing good ball. I'll stay away from this one. Maryland came back and took the lead, but Sparty came back with the last laugh, and they win it, and they cover for you by a point. If you had a minus four, they win by five. 63-58. The game still stays under the total as it only hits 121. Total was 131. Virginia, I liked Virginia. I nearly laid uh, the points. They were laying seven and a half. Actually, seven when I saw it against NC State, they win it 63-70. to or 60, sorry 63-50, to 50. they win it by 13, Game staying well under the total. Uh, Arkansas about to beat Kentucky at Rupp Arena. Nice effort by Musselman's Club. They're up 13 with 56 seconds to go, 86-73. That game has sailed over the total. St. Louis leads Rhode Island by 5 with a second to go, so they're going to win. They will not cover against the Rams. The Rams were plus 11. Game gets over the total as well. Uh, Colorado State, and I, the only reason I want to get this one in before we uh, go to our first break is uh, – just uh, some real shenanigans uh, from the Colorado State fans against Utah State the other night. So I almost wanted Colorado State to lose, but uh, they had a player, uh, Utah State did, I believe, and uh, he's, from, he's from Ukraine. And so what happened in Fort Collins, and it was only a small group, but still, you could hear him, and they were chanting, Russia, Russia, right? I mean, like, come on, man. Sometimes there's just classless crap that goes down. That is a, I'd have tossed all those kids. I, I mean, just get out of here. How do you even do that? I mean, I remember it happened to Steve Kerr when he was playing Arizona State. His dad was a POW and actually was killed. And uh, they started chanting, you know, POW or whatever, all this stuff. I mean, sometimes I get it. You did your homework. You Googled. You found out all this. stuff. But you know what? Don't, don't take it that far. It's a game at the end of the day. And I know there's rivalry games, and they're a little bit bigger for the fan base. But you know what? Have some couth, man. It's old-school term for uh, have some class, man. All right, SportsX Radio, KT, Jose Vellante, we are here. And if I didn't give you that score, uh, Colorado State did win in cover at Colorado Springs. They pounded Air Force 69 to 53 st john's lost at butler 68 66 i'll come back later on i'll give you some other scores but i got jose velante we want to go over some super bowl stuff it's a big week i'll be leaving for arizona tomorrow night after the steiner show so uh, tv at work thomas viola will sit in thursday and friday for me and he's got a great guest lineup all set to go i believe there's a chance that uh, the original ai isco could be on with him don't know it could be a week off for andy isco don't know the logical approach check him out Uh, The guy's fabulous. And Tom Viola is probably realizing if I get Isco on, I'm probably not going to get more than three words in. So he may (laughs) elect not to have Isco. But we are live from Vegas, 101.5 FM. Remember that, 101.5 FM, KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app, A U D A C Y PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas, Ken Thompson, Jose Vellante, producer Mark Hoke. Mark Hoke show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here, KDWN, 101.5, live from Vegas. Take a break. We'll be right back. That Tuesday Live, PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. Ken Thompson and special guest Jose Vellante in studio. Mark Hoke running the show, the Mark Hoke Show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. If you like professional wrestling, you'll love that Mark Hoke Show. And again, he had a viral interview with Tony Khan, AEW's head honcho. And uh, we'll touch on that in hour number two. Uh, some other college basketball scores real quick on that. Richard Badger and Finley Toyota, out-of-town scoreboard. UConn, little revenge, got pounded in Marquette or I should say in Milwaukee, not pounded, but they lost and did not cover uh, the game in Milwaukee. They get some revenge tonight. 87-72 all over Shaka Smart's Marquette team uh, as they win it by 15. I wanted, I almost said the Warriors, Marquette Warriors. Boy, I'm really dating myself. Go back to the Butch <laughs> Lee days and Al McGuire. Good old stuff back then. Uh, but Connecticut minus five. They win it by 15, 87-72. Game gets well over the total of 147.5. It's 159. And Toledo, a statement game inside the MAC, the Mid-American, it's a big-time win for Toledo because they went to Akron. They're only playing each other once, and the Zips, very hard to beat, especially at home. Akron going off a two-point favorite shows you that the oddsmakers gave a lot of respect to Toledo, and the Rockets come up with a 10-point win on the road. Game gets over the total by 10.5 points, but 84-74 in the final. The Rockets get the win on the road, so uh, a good, solid game there. And then Dayton, uh, I'm glad I stayed away from the VCU game. Uh, VCU, you know, they get beat by Dayton twice. And they may be the best team in the Atlantic 10, but Dayton showing. And Anthony Grant, I love him. He's a solid coach. 62-58, Dayton with the win at VCU as three-and-a-half-point dogs. That total, 130-and-a-half. Probably should have looked at that total because it would make sense that the game would go under. And uh, both teams very solid defensively, especially VCU. But kudos to Dayton getting that win there on the road and sweeping. Virginia Commonwealth. Uh, Wake Forest, they give North Carolina their third straight loss, 92-85, the final there in Winston-Salem. Uh, Pittsburgh beats Louisville, and they didn't just beat him. They pounded him like a drum, man, 91-57. Good Lord, is it hard to be a Louisville Cardinals fan. I wonder if my buddy Paul Rogers is still calling uh, Louisville basketball because he's been calling those games on the radio, or he had been, for better than 30 years and uh, if he's still doing it, it must be a dismal season. I'll, I'll have to text him because I used to always play the Bad Company songs when he came on because Paul Rogers, of course, the lead singer for Bad Company back in the day. Different Paul Rogers. But uh, nonetheless, I went with that theme. Uh, Texas A&M, 8378, beat Auburn. Get the best of Bruce Pearls, guys. They were laying three. They win it by five. Uh, game sales over the total. Georgia gets beat. May have been missing one of their mm-hmm. top players. I did do the injury reports, and I saw that. Didn't know if he did play. But Mississippi, Mississippi was a road favorite, so that makes sense that he was probably out. And uh, Mississippi wins it 78-74, laying two. Total 138. Game gets well over the total. Hits 152. Uh, Kent State, 87-64, crushes Bowling Green. Win cover game gets over. Two lane overtime, but they get the win in the cover at home. They avenge an earlier loss against Cincinnati, beat the Bearcats, 101-94. High-scoring game, total 153, but with that extra session gets over. Keep an eye on NC Greensboro. Like, you're looking for, like, little darlings in the tournament. NC Greensboro is really good. 91-65, they crush East Tennessee State. Laying 10, no problem there. Win it by, uh, you know, a 26 and the total 127, that game really gets over the total. And then Drake starting to play better inside the Missouri Valley. They go to Murray State and just beat up on John Morant's alma mater. The Racers 92-68, the final there. Cover the three easily as they win it by 26 big ones. And then Ohio U gets past Northern Illinois into Cal, maybe seventy76 They were laying five. They win it by six. That game gets over as well. Butler comes back, beats St. John's. Now, I didn't check to see if I uh, want to say uh, St. John's uh, Good player, second-leading scorer. He had missed the last game uh, due to the death of his dad. I believe it was David Jones. And uh, Butler comes back. St. John's had him early, but Butler wins by two. Now, if you played it at the Superbook or Circa, uh, you lost. If you played it, at, if you laid with the two with Butler. If you took the two with St. John's, you got a push. Uh, at Caesars, you would have laid one and a half, and you would have got the win by a half point. So shop around. That's why I tell you, get the apps everywhere uh, there's some that I'm partial to, but at the end of the day, you want to give yourself the best advantage because a half point in college basketball could be huge, could be the difference between winning or pushing, or, you know, potentially if you had St. John's, you know, pushing or losing. So you got to make sure you give yourself as many outs. St. Louis beat Rhode Island, do not cover, win by five, laying 11. Game gets over the total. Kentucky loses at home, two Arkansas, it's a final, 88-73. Razorbacks get to win his five-and-a-half-point road. Dogs game flies over the total, and uh, I'll get to some of the other games a little bit later. Update. How about Nevada? As soon as I gave out that four-point lead for New Mexico, Nevada goes on a run, so the uh, pack now up by four. 43-39, still 229 to go out the pit first half. And Fresno State a one-point lead over San Jose State, 48-47. In Fresno, 757 to go second half. Those are the only two games going right now on the big board. And then uh, hockey, it is a final. Golden Knights get the win. If you play the Golden Knights in the over, you get a push on the total. They did most of the work themselves in Nashville, beat the Preds 5-1 to one the final there and I'll uh, get you the other hockey scores a little bit later before I bring on the Crooklyn balla, But let me throw some football now at my good pal Jose Vellante. Jose, first off, who'd you play in the Super Bowl?
2: Haven't played anybody yet. I'm still looking at it, if I'm being honest with you. I've spoken to a few people, picked a few people's brains here and there that are good with football. And uh, I got an idea of what I'm going to go with, but this is probably the first time in a very long time that I don't have a negative look on either team, meaning I'm not going against either team. I'm okay with – whether the Eagles win or the Chiefs win. But I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl at the end of the day. Buddy of mine told me he thinks that it's going to be an under. I don't know about that, but we'll see here. But um, I'm excited to bet it. I'm a big prop better for, during the Super Bowl, so that's what I'll be looking at for well, sure. Well,
1: you got the two leading sack teams, of course, KC in the AFC and Philadelphia just destroying sack records in the NFC. Uh, big time with seventy during the regular season, so yeah, I could see it, I could see it being an under. I just think that uh, you know it just depends if one team gets a double digit lead, I think then things will really open up you know if it 's nip and tuck and of course the squares they 've got all the different squares. At all the different places mm-hmm. around town, especially a lot of the local shops, so Steiners, they got the you know the the boards. I love it. I love going in there and and every, that's a great thing about living in Nevada because all this stuff's legal and stuff. And so uh, the the board, I bought some squares. Uh, so I'll find out my numbers tomorrow. Carolyn, will actually pick them. The great uh, bartender there at seventeen fifty North Buffalo. So I'll be there tomorrow. And uh, Mark Lawrence, of course, will be joining me, and then uh, Arthur de Caesar, and then Chuck Hayes will do his final show, and I'll get his breakdown. But my nephew, his daughter, does uh, squares every year for their cheerleading fundraiser, and so they do, they do squares. So then, when you win, half of your money from the winning goes to the cheerleading. So I don't And every year, it's cool because they do it online, like on the on the like YouTube video. And Sophia, my niece, she. Grabs the the numbers out of a hat and you see okay. it being done. Every I swear the last two years, I've won. You know, two I, at least once, but I think twice. I think twice both years, and I think one time I might have won three times, like three quarters, oh, because wow. it stayed the same or the numbers stayed the same. And she picks my numbers, you know, so... Uh, Luck of the draw. She gave me Philly 7 and KC 3, so I got those two. How cool, how, 70, how cool is that? How about, how about 7-3 after the first quarter? I'll be I good like or it. 17-3. Mark Hoke will be happier there. 27-3. Mark Hoke will be happier there. 27-13 final. I got 8 KC, 7 Philly... So Eight, you know, uh, 28 27, 28, uh, 28 27, seven? 28 no, 28 27, <laughs> not going to be 28 7. KC 9, Philly 0. That's 28, not 17, good. You can I can see 10 9, 10. 9 Philly after the, about at halftime. 10 9, if you're playing the under, uh, you'll see four field goals. Then I got Philly 2, KC nothing. That's not good. But then I got Philly 4, KC 1. That's pretty good. 24 21, 31 24 thirty four thirty one would be even better for me philly thirty four thirty one I like it They cover game goes over. I want to see points i don 't want to see defense I mean defense I want to see some plays made by the defense and uh, some sacks, some turnovers. I want to see a wide open game though because I think both teams have solid offenses and both teams have good defenses. so on your own inkling without talking to anybody else, if I gave you eleven hundred bucks to make a thousand and I said you got k c where you got Philly. Now, Philly, you may go money line. You'd have to lay a little bit. Um, but, but where would you go on your own gut, on your own instinct?
2: Right away, give me Kansas City. I just think that right now, it it's time for Patrick Mahomes. I understand that some people might say, well, you might only get to one in your career, and Jalen Hurts you might not get back. I think Jalen Hurts has shown that he can't come back regardless of what ends up happening in this Super Bowl. He's a great talent, probably going to end up being the MVP of the league this year, when a lot of people in Philly didn't even want him. The own organization, as he came out and said, but you know, right now I think gimme the money gun to my head right away, it's it's Kansas City or nothing. I just think that they're gonna go in there and handle their business. I think Andy Reid has the head coaching experience above Sirianni in my opinion where I think he can make the adjustments when needed and out coach him if he has to and not only that the biggest thing that I've noticed this season and I'm pretty sure everyone has saw it is the fact that Tyreek Hill left and they didn't skip a beat but what did they do they opened up the offense for Patrick Mahomes can use more receivers throughout the games instead of just sticking to one guy and a couple of guys throughout the games right so it's just made his game open up a whole lot more and and just be able to experience something that I believe the Chiefs haven't seen because they had to re and that's all we saw on the offensive side of the ball but I just don't see um, Philly's defense stopping Kansas City I know that Philly comes in with one of the top ranked defenses as well great offensive line on the on the offensive side of the ball for Philly but I just again give me the money tell me I have to do it right now I just think Case or nothing all
1: right let me throw a couple things at you real quick uh, I got about five minutes left in this uh, segment here will there be a successful two point conversion. Now, will there be a two point conversion attempt? It's minus 110 both ways, but will there be a successful two point conversion plus 230? So I would say, like, if I, I was like going both. to, yeah, if I was going to say attempt, then I would just say successful. I'll go for the plus 230. The reason being is that you know these teams have their best two point, like, if they need to, they're going to have their best play that they saved up or that they've been working on the last two, three weeks, whatever, right? That we're going to need, if we need it, this is what we're doing and this is how we're going, this is how we're going to get it. So you know there's something that's devised by these offensive coordinators that could come into play. So I would take the plus 230 if I were going to play that at all. In other words, if you feel that there'll at least be an attempt for a two-point conversion, I would go that it would be successful. That's just me because the value is there better than two to one. All right, so let me throw some other ones at you real quick. How about total pass attempts by Patrick Mahomes, 39 and a half? Yes. Over? Yes. Okay, so, and uh, minus, these, the are, these are minus 110, minus 110 both ways. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, if you hope that the team like Philly, you know, if, if you have that prop and you go over, you hope Philly's up by, you know, 10 to 17 points yeah. so that they've got to throw, 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 right? <laughs>
2: Uh, got to come from behind. Yeah, there the you go. Cousins. I,
1: well. LeBron. Okay, so yeah. Um, where are we at? 84-78. 20,
2: 28 points for LeBron. He needs eight speak. points.
1: Okay, so he need eight, eight to tie, I think, and then nine to break. And you still uh, got seven minutes to change in the so third. Seven minutes. That's what I told you. He's going to do it tonight for sure. So those people right there. Meanwhile, you've got people that are bummed out that have tickets for the next game. Yeah. Right? They're against Milwaukee. The prices were insane. Yeah. Oh, you know, because this is one that if you have that ticket stub alone, it's going to pay for itself.
2: Oh yeah, you know hundred percent. I mean?
1: It's going to take that ticket stub. You take it, you laminate it. You know, get you get it in there, and all of a sudden, OKC up by ten again, eighty eight seventy eight, which means the Lakers got to continue to push the pace again. LeBron within eight of tying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the uh, record as far as or um, yeah, is it. Yeah, Jabbar, I'm talking, I, I don't know why I was sleeping. <laughs> All of a sudden, Will Chamberlain like flashed in my mind. Will should have had it and probably would have had it if he knew uh, that somebody would have passed him way back when. Uh, but good stuff. And uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find some other props. So uh, I wanted to get your take on Derek Carr. He's speaking to New Orleans. Yeah, the Saints got an opportunity to speak to Derek Carr. And also, you're a big Jets fan. We're hearing rumors since the Pro Bowl that Aaron Rodgers, the Raiders, that's on the table. Devontae Adams, of course, he's going to, like he said, duh. Of course, I'd love to have Aaron Rodgers out here. The contract comes into play. It's a lot of money. There would have to be moving pieces, draft choices, players. Where is the ceiling value-wise? We'll get Jose's answer when we come back. We are SportsX Radio on a fat Tuesday. We're going to talk some more NFL when we come back. Live from Vegas, PSBR Law Studios, 101.5 FM. KDWN. I'm Ken Thompson. You're listening to SportsX Radio. We'll be right back. LeBron now has had 30 points with 453 to go as we come back. Little five for fighting on a fat Tuesday. Ken Thompson, Jose Vellante in studio. Mark Hoke in the hits and, uh, of course, doing a great show, producing the show as he always does. Uh, but LeBron has 30, needs six to tie the all time scoring record, seven to break the lead or to take the lead and uh, break the record. And he'll definitely get that tonight, barring any craziness or uh, shenanigans or any injury. And a knock on wood's not going to happen. And Jose Vellante with his little Laker hat coming in here, he knew. He was dressed for the occasion, and we got it on right in front of us. So we'll see. It's 92-82, OKC up by 10, but still 440 to go in the third quarter. And again, LeBron with 32, or 30, and I'm anticipating he missed a layup. I thought he got fouled, but they didn't call it. Uh, so put back by Anthony Davis, 92-84. And again, we'll keep an eye on this and let you know when the record is broken. In fact, Jose, I'm sure he'll bring it to my attention when uh, LeBron (laughs) is within a couple points. Uh, When we left, we said we are going to talk a little bit about some of the situations quarterback-wise. Now, Derek Carr, uh, New Orleans, got an opportunity. Uh, They're going to be speaking with Derek Carr. That's one of the teams that's going to be speaking with him, and I think that's a great place for him to end up. It's an indoor place. He's used to playing indoors Vegas, right? Here's your outdoor venues. Tampa Bay. Pretty nice weather most of the time, right, even in the winter. Atlanta, indoors, and Carolina. So you're not going to have to worry about inclement weather. I think Tampa Bay, if they get Carr, barring any other major acquisitions by the other three, New Orleans becomes the favorite in the NFC South.
2: I agree with you, and it's crazy because I was telling you before the break that I I, I saw – Derek going somewhere else, right? I, I I just couldn't see New Orleans. I'm like, no, there's no way. But then when you started breaking down the division and who they have to play, who's there, who isn't, um, New Orleans looks like a great landing spot. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in there and, and basically give you my fandom part of it. And and I, I think New York is not a bad spot. And the reason I say this, he's never had a defense in his career. Mm-hmm. The, I agree with the, that. The, the,
1: the, I, I don't think New York's a bad place because, yeah, the Raiders have never been better than 20th in the nine years that Derek has played starting quarterback.
2: So, the fact that they have a top five defense, which is something he's never had in the NFL since he's been in the NFL, backing him up, you got a solid offensive line, and not only that, the weapons that they have on the offensive line, as long as they get healthy, like I was telling you, Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, um, you like Braston Berrios, the little slot receiver. Corey Davis, which is another guy as well, has been there with the Jets for a while. We obviously know about Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver from Ohio State, and what he's done in the numbers he's already putting up since he came out, but... I think that that's also not a bad spot for him. I understand tougher division. You got to play the Patriots and Mac Jones, which, like I said earlier, I don't believe Mac might end up being the guy you disagree. You think he'll continue to be the guy moving forward. I think the only person you have to compete with in that division, honestly, is the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Because with Miami, we know what we're not going to get from Tua. He's not going to stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. Poor kid. He's talented. But the health side of it just does not pan out for him. So I think either way, which either team he goes to, I think both divisions overall and what he has to play against would not be a bad spot. But you're twisting my arm a bit, KT. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that overall, though, if I had to say take away the Jets, I think that New Orleans is a very, very good spot, not just because of the team, because they also have a good roster, but because what you said, who you have to play against.
1: All right, here's the thing. If New Orleans grabs him, or even the Jets, whoever it is, Pete Carmichael, offensive coordinator there for New Orleans, uh, of course, for the Jets. And you've got Robert Solid doing a great job as head coach, but Nathaniel Hackett is their new offensive coordinator, with, which blows my mind. I mean, look, my <laughs> wife's a Green Bay fan forever, and I said, and I understood that Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator for several years with Aaron Rodgers there. But I looked at Green Bay, and as good as they were during the regular season, I looked at... Their losses at home in the playoffs, at home in that final game to get to the Super Bowl to where they couldn't get there. And then the following year, they lose earlier to San Francisco. But they lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was coming out of New Orleans, out of a dome, going up to the inclement weather at Lambeau Field. And they beat Aaron Rodgers. And that's Nathaniel Hackett calling those plays. Now, I know Rodgers can veto anything and can, you know, do all his little uh, stuff and, uh, you know, change the plays and whatnot, audible this and that. But I'm not sold on Nathaniel Hackett.
2: Neither am I. I think- and yeah. so,
1: you know, if you bring Aaron Rodgers there, Aaron Rodgers is going to be calling those plays, not Nathaniel Hackett. I'm shocked that the Jets got this guy because Robert Sala's done a great job. I would have grabbed somebody different, but if maybe that's the thing, they were thinking that it could be a package deal, and maybe Nathaniel Hackett and his relationship with Aaron Rodgers is that good that Rodgers would say, you know, let me hit the big apple. I don't think so. I think Vegas actually makes more sense for him. Devontae here, if the Raiders can figure it out money-wise and not hurt their roster too much, I think it makes sense because even though Vegas is a a city that people think is a big city, it's not really a big city. It's a little over $2 and it's still small enough that you have back roads to get through the traffic. And the traffic jam here is 40 minutes. All right. New York it's is four the- days. All right. So, you know, so it's a, it's a little crazier. So I, I really think that uh, Vegas, you could end up seeing Aaron Rodgers here. If not, the backup plan would be Jimmy Garoppolo and then they probably draft somebody and uh, and or maybe bring back Jared Stidham. I don't know. But we'll, we'll wait and see. That's for uh, the brass for the Raiders, Eagler and McDaniels to figure out. And uh, your Jets got uh, their own things to figure out. So we'll see if they're able to come up. Uh, with some answers in New Orleans. I do like that roster. I mean when I look at that roster of skilled position players and I look at Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, I know we're still waiting for this guy to be healthy enough to make it through a season. I think maybe next year could be that season. He has Derek Carr throwing that ball and you have Jarvis Landry of course who came over as well. Look, this is you know Juwan Johnson is a you know a decent tight end. You still have Taysom Hill that can come in there so Derek doesn't have to worry about, you know, inside you know, the three-yard line, four-yard line about getting hurt or taking him. But I would like to see Carmichael get him outside the pocket. Same thing with Nathaniel Hackett. Get him outside the pocket, Derek Carr. Don't just make him a sitting duck in the pocket all the time like he's done in his nine years. Because as I've always said, the guy's not slow. Take advantage of the rules that are catered to the quarterback, and that's get outside the tackle box. All you have to do is throw it to the line of scrimmage, and you can, you know, sail the ball 20 yards out of bounds. You know, it doesn't matter. Just get it to the line of scrimmage. Or you can run and slide, and they can't touch you. They hit you, they get hit with a flag. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I think New Orleans is a great place. I have no problem with him going to the Jets. I think both places there's a high ceiling for Derek Carr to be able to excel and finish out his career strong.
2: You tapped on Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You What's your take there? Let me,
1: let me hear, Mr. Jets guy.
2: So I think that Aaron has to close the door finally and get out of Green Bay. I think that there's nothing wrong with it. We've seen other quarterbacks already do it, and it's worked. Not necessarily saying it's going to work for him. We saw what Peyton Manning did when he left uh, Indianapolis. Obviously, the way he left doesn't matter. The fact that he was no longer there and went to another team in Denver, knowing he still had enough to win a chip, and he went into a plug-and-play situation that all they needed was a quarterback – That's the type of situation he has to get into, just like Tom Brady with Tampa. And I think that the Raiders, bar none, for Aaron Rodgers – are the only team that he can go to, if I'm being honest with you. The fact that he has that camaraderie with Devontae Adams and he didn't have anything in Green Bay this year, he tried to figure it out with Christian Watson towards the end of the season, I think that he has to come to the Raiders. The Raiders are the end-all, be-all for him to be here and finish his career and probably try to bring a chip. There's only two wild cards here that you got to understand that you were talking about. The money situation is one. Not only that, you still have to sign Josh Jacobs. We forgot about that. Is he going to get paid himself? How much are they going to pay him? And the next thing, does he really want to come play for a team that is coached by Josh McDaniels?
1: Yeah, and again, to me, Rodgers is a guy that would, before that deal is done, he would have input and they would sit down and they'd figure out the offense because, again, he's he's an old school guy. And, you know, I felt bad for Derek in that situation to where McDaniels and Ziegler come in. They're used to their system. I get it. So Stidham was familiar with the system. Garoppolo's familiar with the system. They can figure it out. They they were around it a lot longer, right? Derek Carr, first year, fifth offensive coordinator in nine years for Derek Carr. And, uh, you know, they lose games. They lose nine one score games. Derek Carr does not get a mulligan, but yet he was still good enough to get them to the playoffs last year after the rugs crash and the Gruden fallout. And somehow, some way, he's able to, you know, get that team not only to the playoffs, but within one score of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who ended up representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. So, uh, by the way, LeBron up to 34 points. He needs two to tie three to be the all-time scoring leader of all times. His sons are sitting there. They don't even have first row seats. What the heck, LeBron? I thought you had clout there. <laughs> huh?
2: And it's huh. still a third quarter, by the way. That's the craziest thing about it. So yep. we know he's going
1: to get it. No, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a wrap. It's like me back in the day playing puff basketball in my uh, in my bedroom. Puff I'm, basketball. Uh, yeah, I'm scoring forty five a game. You kidding me?
2: LeBron wouldn't make it in Jordan's era. There, I said
1: it. Yeah, I I agree. How about how, this? Would be the greatest though, real quick, because we only have a, about a minute. But take LeBron and put him in in the series against the winner of the Miami Heat-New York Knicks games. I'm talking like Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, and those guys. Or even the uh, you know the old Pistons team, the guys oh, that, the bad that boys, just beating you up. Bill and, Ambeer, I mean, beating you up physically that so Islamists. that, yeah, you knew. You knew. If you ever scored 35, you knew because you were beaten up. You were bruised. You were in the whirlpool for a while. Nowadays, it's like – no, oh, it's almost like the Pro Bowl. Nobody's nobody's touching you. They're reaching for flags.
2: They looked at me. That's a foul. That's LeBron.
1: There you go. Well, Michael Jordan knows all about that. The Jordan <laughs> rules. Jose Vellante, look, time flies when you're in here. I want two hours of Jose Vellante soon. And I also, uh, I want you to host a show, man, because you do a great job hosting shows. Let
2: me know, man. I appreciate you for having me on. Whenever you need me back, I will be here.
1: All right, I'm going to talk to you. I want you to host a show within the next month. Right hey. here, SportsX Radio. Let's make it happen. Valonte, appreciate you. you're the best. Give that real quick, your handle again, so people can follow you.
2: At Jose underscore Volonte on all things social media, mostly
1: Twitter. There you go. One hour in the books, one hour to go. Brad Powers, Noah Parker, the Crooklyn Ball are coming up. We're live from Vegas. We'll be right back. 101.5 FM, KDWN.
0: For peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702 335 5744. 702 335 5744. Laborers Union 872. The Builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K 10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William. Hill Racing and Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook, visit williamhill.us. So get ready, because SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. now.
1: All right, KT, hour number two, thanks to Jose Vellante joining me, hour number one, Brad Powers up in just a minute, and then the Crooklyn Ball and Noah Parker at about 925. LeBron James has broken Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. I'll get into this a little bit later because I don't know any other sport that stops the game when the record's broken and doesn't let the game continue. Like, look, have a ceremony after the game. This is ridiculous. If I'm OKC, I'm ticked off, right? I'm battling for playoffs. I'm up by five. LeBron breaks the record. That's all well and good. But this is going to be like a 20, 25-minute little presentation and whatnot. Who does that in the third? Like at the end of the third quarter? You don't do that. You th- see the NFL saying, "Oh yeah, let's just uh, we'll stop the game in the third quarter because somebody broke a record." I, I get it's a big time milestone; it's huge, right? All time leading score. That's all well and good, but keep the people there. How about keep the people there late? So what? So they stay till ten thirty instead of ten o'clock. Who cares? But you're not screwing over the opposing team, the OKC Thunder, who need this game as far as you know playoff implications. The the Lakers do as well, but. Anyway, is what it is. It's the NBA. They walk to the beat of their own drum. They always have, and, uh, and they always will. But congratulations to LeBron James, all-time leading scorer. Uh, the kid is chiseled, and I'll tell you what, off the court, as mature as they come, never really had, you know, any of these problems, you know, getting into trouble like, uh, you know, some of the other younger guys that, that just don't think about, you know, prioritizing family first. And LeBron's done that. And uh, congratulations! So ceremony going on now. We'll see how they're able to pick up the pieces and get ready for the fourth quarter. But it's one hundred four ninety nine. OKC up by five. LeBron James, your new NBA all time leading scorer. Uh, update the only game going in college basketball. I need New Mexico to get going. They're down six fifty four forty eight fifteen thirty one still to go at the pit. Gave you can or I had Kansas State. That's the only one uh, that came in already. They won by twenty one. And I left you with a bunch of plays on Friday night. And my um, I- Favorite play was IUPUI, right? I mean, people are like, IUPUI, yeah, Grinch, good call, man. They've lost 13 straight. Yeah, they won by 15, right? Because I knew they were playing another doormat, Wisconsin-Green Bay, who actually shocked the heck out of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in overtime last night and beat them by a point as 17-point underdogs. But you never know college basketball, but you got to follow. Now IUPUI, all of a sudden, they've covered six in a row, even though their record is only 4-20. and So at the end of the day, you got to follow this stuff closely. Uh, spent me spent another three, four hours today just doing injury reports of guys that actually play and mean something as far as in these games. you got to stay up on it because guys go down all the time. And there were several injuries just over the last couple games for some key teams. So uh, we'll see what pans out in New Mexico at the pit, but that's the one I need to go 2-0 tonight. Uh, NBA, the only game going is that Thunder Laker game, 104-99. We gave you the other scores. The Nuggets did finish off the t Wolves 146-112 was the final in that game. And then on the ice real quick, up Update uh, the other games because we gave you Vegas 5-1. They won at Nashville. San Jose State. San Jose State. San Jose. San Jose State's playing tonight on the College Hardwood. But 4-3. San Jose surprises Tampa Bay. So two losses in a row for the Lightning. They got blistered 7-1 the other night against Florida. And they lose 4-3 tonight. They haven't recovered from that yet. Pittsburgh beat Colorado 2-1. Very low-scoring game with a total of 6.5. Edmonton 5-2. They knock off Chris Wynn's Red Wings in the Motor City. Game getting over the total, and Edmonton playing good, solid hockey. Again, coming off the All-Star break, we'll see how these teams get going. Islanders shut out the Kraken. That's good for the Vegas Golden Knights because the Knights win the Kraken lose, so they pick up a couple points there. 4 nothing. the Islanders on the Island get the shutout, and 3-2, to Anaheim wins in the Windy City against Chicago. Right now, we bring on one of the best in the business. In fact, he is the best in the business as far as college football, but the guy's pretty darn good in the NFL as well and has been for a long time. It's just he's so good in college football and knows everything about college football that we always kind of it just kind of brush the uh, the NFL. Even if someone goes, oh no, no, he's really good. And You're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we want his college football. But people that have gotten plays from Brad Power Sports know how effective BP has been in the NFL over the years. Brad Powers, great to have you, my man. I know you're getting ready to go, go back home and uh, visit the family there in Ohio. Question being now, uh, with Ohio having the sports gaming, will we see Brad Powers back in Vegas?
3: Uh, yeah, I'll be back a couple more times. Uh, question probably, you know, the real question is, will he be in Vegas for next football season? That That's to be determined. Okay.
1: So we'll, we'll figure that out. But, uh, uh, by the way, in case you didn't see it, or in case you didn't listen to the archive, but I would tell you to go back to the archive because Mark Hoke, of course, does the Sunday show, the Mark Hoke show, but he had an interview with Tony Khan from AEW. So we played that interview on SportsX radio and it went ridiculously wild so if you just put tony khan mark hoke in google in the search you're going to see pages of this stuff and i'll bring in mr mark hoke right now uh let him put on his little ears there because he just got back from disneyland so he's putting his ears on now uh but i, I just wanted him brad because you're a big time wrestling guy and you said you even watched wrestling you know, on Monday nights instead of Monday night football because it was college football and wrestling. Those were your big sports. And uh, so I know you'd appreciate and I thought maybe you'd want to say congratulations to Mr. Mark Hoke because it's gone to his head, man. So you might as well congratulate him.
3: Congrats, uh, Mark. I, I was not aware that uh, you were able to b- r- r- pull in a big fish like that for for the show. Uh, that's uh, you're doing good work.
4: Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I, I... Got contacted by Tony last Monday, who wanted to hype up the Dynamite show on Wednesday night, and you know, we recorded it on Tuesday. And Ken was kind enough to play it, and then we had it on our show on Sunday, and uh, got it out to the right people, I guess. And I, you know, first I, I got to say thanks to Ken for letting me do that because this probably wouldn't happen if Ken wouldn't have done that for me. So thank you, Ken.
1: No, it would it would have happened regardless. It just you know you get that extra platform and of course those four people in Kazakhstan that listen to SportsX radio we don't know who they know but at the end of the day you know everybody's going to listen eventually yeah it, it, but
4: it was pretty crazy and if if like you know you said about the google search it's it's unreal seeing your name pop up you know not only with journalists that you respect and sites that you love but to see it all over the world was um it's pretty humbling and you know there's there's a lot more work to do you know that's it's one thing you can enjoy for a few days but you know then you got to follow it up so <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens but uh, you know keep
1: tuning into the Mark Oak show and and thanks again Ken I do appreciate it great stuff from my producer Mark Oak all right Mr Powers Super Bowl I'm just going to give you the floor I want your breakdown KC Philly we know it should be a good solid game uh, let's let's assume that Mahomes ankle, high ankle sprain won't affect them that much I mean I still think it'll have some effect Uh, But I'd say he'd probably be 82%, somewhere in that neighborhood. But you break it down, Brad, the way you have it. And, uh, you know, let me know side total. I want a final score from Brad Powers.
3: Well, first off, are they going to play the Super Bowl? Is this LeBron James ceremony going to be over in time for the Super Bowl to be played? Uh, Yeah, it's a tough one because there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, You know, obviously, I said this during the championship games. I mean, even with the four the finalists there, uh, you know, a lot, lot to like about all the teams, a lot to like about. It's not like last year's Super Bowl where you didn't even have either team with a top three seed. Now you got two number one seeds. Uh, but, you know, it's honestly, it just comes down to this for me. I mean, do you believe in, in the better roster, if that's the case, you're betting Philadelphia, or do you just keep it simple and you take the, the better head coach, the more experienced head coach, and the better quarterback, and obviously that's Kansas City. Uh, you know, I'm, I promise you, it's not old school boiler room tactics. It's just, you know, I, I made the line pick them. I bet Philadelphia on that opening Sunday plus one and a half, and I have Kansas City plus two. So I have bet both sides do it. I made it pick. So right now at the current consensus line of Philadelphia minus one and a half, I would lean Kansas City here. Uh, I did make a pretty decent sized bet on under fifty one. Uh, on that opening Sunday, thinking we won't see that again, but it looks like I made it. I am to college football. I, uh, looks like I, I didn't make that too good of a bet there, KT.
1: Yeah. I mean, so where, where are you as far as, uh, like, I mean, give me a score because it's sitting at 51 everywhere in Vegas right now. And I, here's what I did because I had Philly at four and a half to one. Uh, probably I'd say with two games left, maybe three games left in the regular season. Uh, so I got them at four and a half to one to win the whole thing. So I played that. There you go. Okay, so I have that. So I came back, but I didn't take KC plus the point and a half. I took which, you know, you said you got him. Would you get him plus two? Yeah, South Point right now has you can get plus two. Okay, so plus two at South Point because pretty much everyone else – you're right, that's the only two that I see. I see everybody else with one and a half here in town. So, uh, yeah, you get down to the South Point and get the two. Now, I wish – I would have waited because I'd much rather have KC plus 8. But I do have KC plus 7.5. And and then I have the total over, and that total was over, uh, I think it was 43. I have to get over 43. So do you like, would you rather have that KC plus 7.5 and and over 43, or are you okay with just KC plus 2? Because 2 to me, and I know 2 comes into play more Times and not now with uh, the way scoring goes. Missed extra points are more common and two point conversion stuff. But I, I feel okay because I already have Philly plus four and a half. So my hedge, instead of just doing KC plus the point and a half, which sat there for a long time, I said, eh, that means Philly would have to win by one for me to win both ways. It's the only way I could win both ways. So I'd rather take a shot. I'll tease KC on a six point teaser plus seven and a half and then bring the total down to 43. And uh, you know that's well, what I did early on. Told about to
3: forty three. It's fifty one right no, now. Well, now it's fifty one. Yeah. So it was. Oh, okay. four
1: Yeah. I bet this initially when it first came out. I think it was forty nine okay. or four. It may have been forty nine and a half, but I think it was. I thought it was forty nine. So I may have uh, forty three and a half. I may have to get over forty three and a half. So, but I, I, well. I, t- I said, you know what? It's it's only a hedge. So it's only forty yeah, percent of the bet.
3: I mean, I'm I'll be I'll keep it real with you. I mean you cannot tease totals. I mean it's just an extremely negative E V bet. I mean, if you're doing it to hedge, I, I, I get you, but man, to 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 you just don't tease totals. I mean it's just a major no no uh in, in just betting. Can't win long term doing it. Not say so you can't win that bet, K T. Um, you know, obviously the one side of it's a classic long teaser. So I mean that that that's positive EV. It's just you know, uh, they, even with that involved, yeah, I mean, you're looking long term. You're going to be like negative eight percent as far as uh, the the, the, I, the you I know totally positive right, negative right. expectation. I,
1: I get I get that. This is one game. And this is one game where I have four and a half to one on the other side, so I'm not even. It's not like I'm betting. I, f- I hear you. I, I know. I'm you. just telling you. I get it because you, you and Fezzik there. and Edel I know and Crackman
3: lock in. You could have got KC. You could have locked yourself in no matter what. Plus one ten.
1: KC money line. And
3: there's that. Right. But then, then okay. In, no so,
1: but I'll take a chance because it's only going to be forty percent of the bet. So I'm only. I'm taking a chance that I can win both ways, and I have a nice window to win both ways. Because okay. if the, I'm just saying, I mean, look, and you're right. It could be a defensive. Uh, game And next thing you know, the game could hit in the 30s. But I don't think so. There's a reason the to total one up. And I'm also going to be playing in-game, wagering and stuff. So I'm going to be following it. But I think I'll win both ways. That's, that's my feeling. I think Philly will win the game. And I think they'll win it between three and seven points. That's my feel. Okay. Okay, and I think it will I get. You, I, I think it will get over forty three or forty three and a half. I think it'll get over that. I wish you the best of
3: luck with that bet, KT. I'm not saying you can't win it. I'm just saying. I know if long you were to term, and make a right. similar bet sure. every week, you would not win. That's right. But I get it. Good luck to you. No, I understand, and I, I am concerned. Uh, you know, I mean, some really respected people are on the over, so and I could see that over uh, that number continuing to climb. So, uh, yeah,
1: sure, you can win. Where where were you on that uh, three straight scores? Because that was the one that by any team, either team, getting three straight scores. Because I used to always play that and go, there's no way. And then every Super Bowl, yes, there's three straight scores. There's four straight scores from the same team. And you're like, how did that happen? But it does. And especially in a high-scoring game like this one, you can definitely see that you can get three straight scores. So I didn't play that. Uh, But what's your feeling there? And then uh, also on – a two point conversion attempt and a successful attempt were you there because a successful attempt you can get anywhere from 230 to 250 on the plus side
3: uh, yeah uh you know it's more common than what it used to be obviously with the moving back to the you know the extra point i mean in the last 10 years i, I think it's happened uh you know i think the last 12 years it's happened five out of the last 12 as mm-hmm. far as a made two point conversion attempt i think you can add Two more to that. So, more than 50% of the time attempt. So, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, to me, uh, I, I would say this. And this you could use not only for this year's Super Bowl, you could use it any year. If you want to bet the, the yes, there's going to be a, a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown. Yes, there's going to be a two point conversion attempt or a made two point conversion. I would say this. If you want to bet the no on that, I would wait uh, because you're going to get uh, a discount. Come Super Bowl Sunday because a lot of people it's going to be very popular prop plays betting yes on stuff like that among the general betting public, and they're not going to bet until the the weekend of the Super Bowl. So if you want to bet yes, got to do it now. You're not going to see those prices anymore as far as those you know plus one fifty five or whatever on the attempt and they made plus two forty plus two fifty. You want to bet that now because that price will not be there come Super Bowl. If you want to bet the no, wait, you're going to get a cheaper discount on that. So uh, and that's generally speaking, even. For the, old, the, the 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 props like Mahomes over, you needed to bet that early on in the process. Over passing yards, bet overs early, unders late.
1: Yeses early, noes late. Great stuff. Great advice always from my main man Brad Powers, the best in college football, and pretty darn good as I always tell people in the NFL and very successful in college basketball. He just has elected not to do anything until March. Uh, Brad Powers Sports, but at the end of the day, man, you put so much time in. Now you were. Doing some homework, and you told KT that you were starting up to watch back the entirety of 200 college football games. What game are we on now, BP?
3: We're on game number 22, so we're making progress.
1: There you go. Yeah, that's you're on a roll. You're good. You, I think you were only seven in last time I talked to you.
3: Yeah, so 15 more. Yeah, we're 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 making some headway. We'll make we'll make some more headway. I actually should have my first set of power ratings done uh, here within a week and. You know, good enough to where I'd be comfortable making a lot of bets on those power ratings. So that'll be the earliest I've ever had power ratings for an upcoming college football season.
1: And so are we done now with the two? They had two transfer portal, uh, you know, signing periods, right? And we're done there? No,
3: you'll, you'll get one. Yeah, you'll get one after. I mean, obviously, it'll be a first set of power ratings. I mean, as good as I can do uh, for right now. But obviously, post-spring, when you have the transfer portal and then, I get a chance to watch 50 or 60 spring games. I mean, I'll have a much better and updated set of power innings. So, I mean, yeah, the the transfer portal is closed as of right now, but there will be a two-week opening uh, in early May.
1: Okay, so talk to me uh, about some major signings, because we did see the youngster, the quarterback, that initially had gone to Florida that was looking at all this big NIL money, name image like this money, uh, didn't pan out. Uh, What enticed him to get to Tempe to play for Arizona State, who's putting up NIL money to get this kid out there?
3: Well, honestly, they didn't put up anything. He's He's got zero right now. Uh, he went from $13 million to, to basically zero is what they're reporting. So uh, it was just a case where it was extremely late in the process. And, you know, a lot of those uh, jobs, I mean, it is quarterback, yeah, you know, but a lot of those places were filled up. So, uh, with all the, the publicity and stuff around it, as as I know right now, the athletic article that came out about it is, uh, you know, from what I read uh, is he he's, he doesn't have a $13 million, anything close to a $13 million uh, NIL deal. Uh, as of right now, they think it's zero. Obviously, there's opportunity to make some down the line, but there's nothing like concrete, uh, you know, guaranteed money right now for that kid. Uh, and uh, Rashad is the last name a four-star kid. He's not a five-star. I mean, he's a top 100 overall player. Good player. Uh, not going automatic to get the job. It's amazing. I mean, uh, Arizona State's bringing in 26 transfers as of right now. Drew Pine, a quarterback from Notre Dame. Uh, Conover, uh, a quarterback from BYU. Uh, Borgay, the, the quarterback for, for a majority of their starts from last year, is, is still there. So it'll be, uh, you know, a four-five-guy battle there uh, to, to be the starting
4: quarterback for the Sun Devils.
1: Uh, real quick, we had some coordinator changes, too. Guidry uh, leaving yep. Tulane, going to Miami. How significant is that for the Canes?
3: Yeah, let me I, – I will give you a couple of quarterback you know, moves real quick. I mean, generally speaking, Sam Hartman, your is huge. Devin Leary to Kentucky is, you know, one of those big ones. Hudson Card to Purdue is one that moves – I'm talking about stuff that moves the needle, changes the team's power rating as far as I'm concerned. So those would be the three big ones for me. Uh, you know, as far as the coordinators, yeah. I mean, Alabama hired an OC and DC this week. Yeah, you know, they went through signing day without an OC and DC. I, I like the two moves that, that that Nick Saban went with. He took Tommy Reese from Notre Dame. He ended up taking Miami's defensive coordinator, longtime guy uh, by the name of Kevin Steele. It's been around forever, so I think that ends up being a positive for Alabama. Uh, Guidry, yeah. I mean, he he was at Marshall last year. Did a really good job. Marshall had one of the best group of five defenses in the country. Got hired by Tulane, KT, just mm-hmm. about three weeks ago, and now he's going to Miami. I think it's a pretty good move for Miami. Uh, we'll see who they end up getting as an offensive coordinator here because they have to make that move as well. Uh, but they, I, I'm not saying he's an upgrade over Steele, but uh, I, I certainly don't think it's a downgrade.
1: All right, good stuff, BP. Uh... Boy, what else there was? Oh, uh, Iowa Northwestern. Of course, we saw uh, Northwestern play in Dublin, Ireland last year in the opener. They're going to play Iowa at Wrigley Field this year. I don't yeah, that's
3: a good one. And speaking, yeah, speaking of Dublin, Ireland, I will be there uh, for Week Zero, in Notre Dame Navy. I'm going to that game this year, so I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, Wrigley Field, it'll be interesting to see how they have the end zone layout. that one year where they could only go one way because they didn't have enough room in the other end zone. So be interesting to see if they have uh, that corrected as far as that, that dynamic there. All right,
1: so wait, okay, so what is that day? What is that, uh, what, what week zero? That's all, late in, uh, August? Yeah, it's
3: in August. It's week zero, so there's only a few games. And who are you
1: going to Ireland
3: with? I'm going with my sister. I haven't seen her in a few years. Uh, 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 you know, as far as, like, going on a vacation, she's, you know, still lives in Australia, so uh, but it'll be good to have a vacation with her.
1: All right, so let me see if there's a chance... Panish he goes to Ireland. He loves it. That's his roots. Right. And of course, he's friends with the uh, the brothers that own Guinness. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I got the pictures there. He's like, well, one's a Duke and one's an Earl or something over there whatever. It's just ridiculous. But there's Panish there, you know, with uh, hanging out with. The owners. I mean, that's that's the crowd that he runs with. So, if there's a chance, old Panish, maybe uh, maybe I can get him to go back, take KT, and uh, we'll just leave uh, Mark Hoke show in charge of uh, Sports Radio for a while. We'll go to... be in good
3: hands. Considering, you... wow. I mean, he
1: was trending li- on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll be going viral. I'll be out of the country, and I'll be in my show. will be going viral. It'll be awesome, man. <laughs> Ratings <laughs> will skyrocket. Powers, listen, have a good time back in Ohio. See the family. You can't leave Vegas. You can. Come and go, but you cannot leave BP. You got to always uh, keep some roots here, at least part time during the year. You make enough money, and people love you out here, man, and they love you on SportsX Radio. And I'm working big time to make sure the Friday Football Fiasco there'll be enough money for BP come next year that he'll be able to figure out a time slot to do it with KT, and we'll have it, and we'll have that go viral. Friday Football Fiasco, it's the best, man. Because you do your homework, I do mine, and it's a lot of fun because. Going into a season, nobody knows more than Brad Powers. And going out of a season, nobody knows more than Brad Powers. I'm just happy to uh, be there and kind of, you know, get into this stuff as the season's going because I learned so much from you, and I really appreciate you, and I know my audience does. And uh, you're a class act, Powers. I love you, man.
3: Hey, thank you so much for that, KT. Really appreciate it. And
1: always uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you big time, buddy. Have a great time with the family. We will talk to you soon, and uh, you'll keep us abreast of everything going on in college football. And your score? What was your score for the Super Bowl? I'm gonna
3: go Kansas City 25,
1: Philadelphia 24. 25. Had to get that two point conversion in there or something, man. There's an attempt. Well, There's yeah, something. I'm middling
3: it because keep in mind, I bet uh, you know I bet uh, Philadelphia plus one and a half. All and, right, and I, right, I okay, all
1: right. There you go. Yeah. A little method to his madness, no doubt, and it stays under by a point. I love it. Good stuff. BP, you're the best, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. Love that man. He is Mm -hmm. a class act and one of the best in the business, Mr. Brad Powers. And uh, we will take a break. We will come back. The Crooklyn Baller will be joining KT. I'll update you on a couple scores. Again, uh, right now, 116-106, so OKC uh, is still doing it. But LeBron James is the new leader. All-time leading scorer in the NBA, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record tonight. He needed 37 points to do that. He's got more than that. I haven't kept track of it since they resumed the game after the uh, presentation and a little ceremony there uh, after the third quarter. So right now, 7.06 to go. It is 116-106, OKC, OKC leading in L.A. against the Lakers. Ken Thompson, live PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. Come back, tell you about how you can save your life, and maybe your significant other's life as well. We'll talk Preventative Diagnostic Center, and then we're going to get into the NBA because Kyrie is in Dallas and nobody knows the association like my good pal, the Crooklyn Ball and Noah Parker. We are live from Vegas, 101.5 FM. Remember that, 101.5 FM, KDWN, streaming live on Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, if you have not downloaded that App, you got to do it now, especially old school folks. Just you don't get it, just take your phone, give it to somebody younger, and say, Hey, can you put this app on my phone? It's a free app, it's Odyssey, and then boom, right there, you'll see that Odyssey logo. You just click there, you're good to go. Live from Vegas, SportsX Radio 101.5 FM, Odyssey app. I'm Ken Thompson. We'll be right back. Ruby All right. Uh, we are back. I was waiting to hear owner of a lonely heart. I don't know what happened there. I was absolutely pathetic because I was going right into the preventative diagnostic center because we're going to talk about hearts. So I thought owner of a lonely heart. Well, you look, you don't have to have a lonely heart, but you have to have a heart that works and it's got to work full time. And you got to make sure it's in good shape. So you demographically, if you are in position between 40 and 72 years of age, and I checked on that demographically just making sure because I've got uh, a good buddy and he's got his wife and friend or uh, his friend and his friend's wife, they're both going to go in. Now the wife is only 66, but the uh, friend was 71 and a half, And so he's pushing it. So get in there, 40 to 72, get into the preventative diagnostic center. I'm telling you, I've sent a lot of people down there. The commercials, Dr. John Pierce has something. It's unbelievable how many people they've seen. This is their fourth year, and they really have excelled here in the Vegas Valley. The only scanner of its kind in the region, that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments, like heart disease, lung disease, cancer, all this stuff. I mean, you need to find out. And the great thing is, you could tell me, I don't have a lot of money, KT. I can't go do this. I can't get all my organs figured out. Look, it's very reasonable, and they work. With you. They can get you uh, connected with CARE credit and uh, you can do payment plan if it's something that you think exceeds your budget. But they get you in there with an incredible deal. And if this is all you do, it may be all you have to do, but you've got to take advantage of it. Demographically, if you fall in between 40 and 72, you have no excuse. And you live here in the Vegas Valley. A heart CT scan and calcium score, $125, $600 value. $125. Are you kidding me? Some of you spend that on Starbucks a month, $125, $600 value. How about this? Your significant other is absolutely free. So the two of you, $1,200 value total, 125 Find out whether or not, guys, you got the widowmaker clogging up. Ladies, do you understand that heart disease is the number one killer of women? All the different cancers combined do not come close to what the numbers are for ladies that die from heart disease every year in this country. So, please get in there. Go see Dr. John Pierce and Company. You know the 702 for Vegas. No excuse. Give a call. Get the free educational consultation, 534 7900. 534 7900 534 7900. Let them know Ken Thompson, SportsX Radio, sent you. Comfortable scan takes a few minutes. A few days later, get a detailed report from a board certified radiologist. Doesn't get any better than that. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health. Preventative Diagnostic Center, five three four seventy nine hundred. You want to see the scanner? You want some other questions answered maybe tonight before you give a call? pdcenterlv.com, pdcenterlv.com. Go check it out. Dr. John Pearson, and his crew, they are st- outstanding. They're just awesome. And I just talked to Mike, Chicago Mike, over there uh, the other day. And I, I will tell you, if you fall demographically in those numbers, get your ass down there. If you're a kid and you've got parents that maybe they don't listen to SportsX Radio or they don't know about the Preventive Diagnostic Center. Go spend $125 for your parents to go in there and find out about their heart. Make sure that they don't have, you know, any type of heart disease or arteries clogging up, especially if you have a family history of heart attacks. You know, and nowadays you see all this different stuff going into play as far as hearts. I don't want to get into all of that, but at the end of the day, get them checked out. Folks, jot the number down, five three four seven right, live PS, BR Law Studios, of course, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Tomorrow, back at Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo. A guy that always jacks up my bill when he comes down to Steiner's Pub. You can always count on the Crooklyn Baller for that because if there's steak anywhere on the menu, it's like KT with Chuck Edo's old Christmas parties. Chuck already had KT pre-ordered for steak and lobster, wherever it was. Noah Parker, because he did some work for Chuck, so he chimed in too. He and KT, they they jacked Chuck's bill up and uh make sure it was worthwhile to go to that Christmas party. But Parker, when he makes it out to Steiner's, and he usually makes it out there uh, not alone, uh, I will say this, Noah Parker has uh, has great taste in women, so he'll always bring uh, a nice girlfriend out there. Noah Parker, the Crooklyn Baller, great to talk to you, my man. And with all the stuff going on in the association, nobody to better... You know, to bring on uh, that's any better, especially when I go rapid fire. So tell me about the uh, little ceremony that took up about 20 minutes with the uh, OKC Thunder leading LeBron. But he breaks the all time record, beats Kareem Abdul Jabbar's record. Uh, Lakers are going to lose the game. They're down 11 with a minute 51 to go. More than likely they lose this game. But uh, reflect on the record, Parker.
5: That's no, just incredible. He had so much hype from the beginning high school. Everyone knew that he was going to be great, but nobody pictured this. This is a record that people thought would be unbreakable. Did it in you know, 20 years. And uh, three different franchises, and he 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 took it down the day he did it at home. He stopped the game, had a big ceremony. Kareem was there. <clears throat> great to see a career of a guy that's, that's going to go down. He's probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to ever pick up a basketball.
1: Does Kareem ever smile anymore? <laughs> Every time I see the he guy, was, he's like, <laughs> so stoic. I mean, it's just
5: he wanted to go out there and play defense. I could tell because uh, he was just scoring at will. I, I really wish he would have he would have broke the record with a hook shot to kind of pay homage. But uh, you know what are you going to do? He still had a nice fadeaway, maybe to show Jordan that he could still do it too.
1: There you go. Uh, where do you? Well, see, you're only forty, so it's hard for me to say where do you rank him. Thirty-eight. Yeah. See, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, you're always thirty-eight. You were thirty-eight three years ago. Come on, man. Stop. Don't be afraid to hit forty. It's not. It's not bad. You know, four O. It's not like your old GPA in school, but it's a different four O. You'll get used to it.
5: As long as it's not the five O chasing me, that's all I care about. But, uh, but back back to it. Um, I will say this: uh, the owner of a lonely heart is much better than the owner of a broken heart. So I'll t I'll I'll just throw that in there, real quick, just uh, just
1: to. <laughs> Do you, now, if, you, if here's the thing, you would blow my mind because I know you're Mister Hip Hop and all that stuff. Tell me this the lead singer from of that yes uh, yeah yeah that that high that, that high voice come uh, on man don't be googling it. it i know how fast you are with google and all that crap don't even i'm not
5: gonna i'm not gonna look it up but he's not high. he's not he doesn't have a higher pitch voice than the guy from the bgs
1: no uh different I, yeah oh, gosh that's a uh, hoke weigh in on that man i mean i look john anderson to me who's a lead singer from yes and i love a lot of their stuff uh bgs so he's uh, which one of the we brothers? Barry Gibb. Yeah, well, Barry, Barry, yeah, but Barry was the younger brother. I don't know who who's got a higher who can hit a higher note, John Anderson, or, or Barry Gibb. I lean towards Barry. I think, yeah, it's, but it's awfully close.
4: But you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Do you know they they actually did a test on uh who had the biggest vocal range of anybody that's been you know. A,
5: a recorded star. Okay, and who and where we where?
0: Take we a up? guess.
4: Who has the best vocal range? Had the best vocal range?
5: Well, for a woman, I go Mariah Carey. But for but a man,
4: she, but I, she's I, not I the Okay, but for, it's not. So it's it's, gotta it be, is her. But it was, it was okay. Not so
1: wait, her. I'll go, I'll go I'll go Motown. I'll go. I'll, I, I'm thinking it's uh who's it? the the old time guy? uh, Gosh dang it! I'm seeing it, with the Miracles, Smokey Robinson, Smokey. Yeah, I was thinking know? of Smokey with the. Yeah, Smokey Robinson. That no. is incorrect. Okay, well then, good. Good, clue me in. Axl Rose really
4: had a bigger vocal range than Mariah Carey.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Axl Rose. And if he... you
4: think about it, and you think about some of the songs that, that you know, Paradise City, and right, you know, just the, where how high he got and how low he went. Yeah, how high he was. Well, well, that, too.
1: Yeah. I'm sure Mar- I'm sure Mariah was high once in a while, too. But, yeah, yeah, just interesting little trivia question. Wow, that's good stuff. See, the great thing with having a producer like Mark Hoke is you never know. This guy's got tidbits on stuff that you have no clue on. And uh, all of a sudden— Yeah, but, I mean, up- the
5: vocal range from low to high is much different than just going high. I don't think Gibb could get that low or, I mean, maybe even—I some- don't know. But, I mean, if you're going to go from low to high, that whole range, I think, yeah, you got to give it a rose. But if you're just going high— from from medium to high, I don't know. It'd be hard to beat either, uh, you know, the guy from the yes or the guy or, uh, you know, Gibb. I don't know. It's close to me. Just some who goes higher, not the from the low to the top. Well,
4: the winner is the guy from Aha. Uh-huh.
5: Take on me. <laughs> take on, on me. me. Take on uh-huh. me. Yeah. yeah,
4: that guy made a mistake because he had to sing that note for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, a, <laughs> yep. that's vocal training for 40 years, <laughs> there kids. There you go.
1: All right, Crooklyn Ball, clue me in on uh, because you're the biggest Knicks fan I know next to me, but you've never seen the Knicks win. I'm old enough that I've seen the Knicks win. Uh, This team gets another road win. Is this team, I mean, are are they legit? Can they actually win a playoff series? You know, they can
5: definitely win a playoff series. I'll give them that. That's about it though. They're not going any further than that. Um, They won a playoff series about 10 years ago um, when they had Novak, uh, Novakane, they call them. Um, They had guys like jason kidd who's a coach now they had J.R. smith they had a lot of pieces like they have today they had just guys that can score at will but they can't play defense um jalen brunson's undersized but he can get to the rim he has the nicest floater i've ever seen for somebody at that at that he just finds a, a, play, a way to score julius Randle, although clunky and plays a lot of iso ball he can score at will too he still can get to the route create contact they're missing Mitchell Robinson right now, but Jericho Sims is playing out of his mind as a backup center. And RJ Barrett, he's like me out there. He plays no defense, and uh, he just cares about scoring here and there. It's just the problem is just, they're just not deep enough, and they don't have another score after those three guys. Uh, I like quickly and Toppin, but I just don't think they have enough to win two playoff
1: series. All right. So, real quick, wherever you wherever you were, go put the tinfoil back on your head and go stand there because that's all of a sudden you started breaking up a little bit like that, and uh, you sounded like a little Neil Sedaka. Breaking up is hard to do, man. So we we can't lose you now, Crooklyn Ball, because we need you for a couple minutes. Uh, I all saw right, okay. I saw I saw a quick trade there uh, with a guy that basically was in trouble, and that was uh, Dwayne Dedman, uh was in some trouble with the Miami Heat for some stuff that happened. Uh, a little bit oh, ago, yeah. and they uh, they dished him out to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, will he? I mean, that's a team that's not going to make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, Deadman was Deadman Deadman walking, no doubt, in Miami, right? <laughs> yeah,
5: he got into it with uh, teammates, coaches, and uh, it just didn't look good for him. Get rid of him. He's not really a you know a guy that's going to move the needle anyway. Just a bench player. That's I never even thought he was going to. To be to be in the league this long, Hi, guys like him and Kayvon Looney, who just don't look athletic, they are just big men that just play solid defense and do enough. and but yeah, now maybe he can uh, teach some of the young guys in San Antonio uh, a thing or two. But I, I just I never liked this Heat team either. They've they've haven't looked good all year. They had their one run during the pandemic to make it to the finals, but. Kyle Lowry wasn't the answer to me back uh, when they got him, and I still don't think he's the answer. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they blow that team up.
1: All right, so uh, Kyrie to Dallas, what does it do for the Mavericks? Where did they drop down to fourteen to one? I mean, look, Kyrie's not. Just like the the point guy. I mean, he, he's a guy that played off the ball a lot this year with Brooklyn when he was playing. W- what about it? People are like, ah, there's not enough basketballs there in Dallas. They both need the ball no, in their hands. But, yeah, okay, so so tell me, what, what do you th- what do you think about the Mavs? Because I love Doncic, and I and I think it, it can work out.
5: Take back to last year when they had uh, Jalen Brunson coming off the bench, playing in, playing in the fourth quarter, playing in the end. He was actually the guy that had the ball more than Doncic late in games. He was the, the ball-dominant guard. Who actually had to do more to create? Doncic won't, you know, he would get double teamed, and Jalen would take over. Now you can't double team Kyrie and and uh, um, Kyrie and Luca, so it's almost the same combination they had last year, except a much better guard or a more polished guard, experienced guard who's been to the finals and won it. If they can put enough shooters around the team, I think they can be the favorite to win the West. Just because Kyrie knows he's playing for that last contract now. You know how it is for every athlete when you know you're playing for a contract. You play out of your mind. It doesn't matter what sport, and uh, even if he is just a rental and they don't give him the 200 million he wants, I think he plays out of his mind. I think they make a run uh, just because Luka is that good, and you just put enough shooters around them, and they can definitely make a run because the West is not that strong, in my opinion. All
1: right, so Cam Thomas big game, third straight 40 point plus game uh, for Brooklyn, but they lose anyway to Phoenix, one sixteen, one twelve, and Devin Booker back eight and at thirty five and six or thirty five and fifteen tonight uh, for the Suns, and they held on and got the W. Uh, what about Phoenix? I mean, with a healthy Devin Booker, I still think this team's good enough to get out of the West. Yeah, I, I do, too.
5: Uh, I think they're going to make a run at KD, I'm hearing, but I don't know if that, that happens. But if they can stay healthy, Chris Paul still has another year left, too. They can, they can you know, make some noise in the West because it's really not that good. Um, Cam Thomas is, is, is doing his impression of Lynn Sanity. Um, doing what he can to be irrelevant, and you know maybe get a contract someday. Dropping forty, but all games they lost. All three games they lost since they, since Kyrie left. But he's still putting up the numbers. Maybe he can get Kyrie KD to stick around. But um, I, I do want to see the Suns at full strength. Um, you know because they were good enough last year or in the year before that to, to win it all. So. We'll find out if uh, they can stay healthy if they can make a serious run.
1: All right, got one minute? Give me uh, guys that are on the move. Uh, trade deadline is Thursday.
5: Uh, it's really hard to tell that. I think KD definitely is one of them. Uh, I think there's some teams that are looking for veterans, but I think it's not. I don't think it's going to be as uh, as busy as most trade deadlines. Lakers need people. What they, about they the Knicks? Did the Knicks
1: did the Knicks make a move to get one other piece going into the playoffs?
5: I just don't think they can give anything up, though. That's the problem. Maybe if they lose Derrick Rose or give up some, some weight dead week. But who's really out there that's that's really – I mean, Bogdanovich from the Pistons. You got – you know, I don't know if the Hawks are selling or, or going for it. It's just not enough uh, information on if these teams are going to play for the playoffs or if they're going to play to just uh, go for a high draft pick. So I, I think it's going to be a quiet deadline for the most part, and um, we're, we'll see where the chips fall uh, just at the end of the week.
1: I'm going to put you on the spot. Last thing. If you had one, if I gave you Mark Hoax $1,100 just to put on one team or a dime to one team to win the whole thing, is it Denver? No. Memphis?
5: Uh, uh, no, I don't think it's anybody in the West. I, I, Giannis? I just, I, I'd put the dime on the East. Someone on the East, the Celtics, the Bucs. Uh, I, I think the about What about Mark Sixers?
1: What about, I mean, do about Hoax Sixers real quick? Any chance? God.
5: They just lost to the Knicks on back to back. I can't go with them. James Harden is is, is a shell of himself. Uh, you got Korkmaz requesting the trade now. Embiid uh, is great, amazing, but just, do they have enough? I, I don't know if they. I can count on Doc Rivers and the Sixers either. But I do think someone from the from the East wins it this year. I just think the West is really weak, unless Dallas surprises surprises me and they you know they can get their shooters, some jump shots, and you know Kyrie's the man. So we'll find out if it really is that. But I, I definitely know one thing, it won't be the Lakers. But I would love to see All George make a run and, and Kawhi Leonard uh, finally get that team together to actually make a serious run for, for the Clippers to finally be
1: relevant. There you go. Great stuff. At Crooklyn Bala, follow him on Twitter that way, and I hope to have him down at Steiner's in a few weeks, update the NBA. And uh, he, trust me, he knows a lot more than just the NBA. Great talking to you, Noah. I'll talk to you soon, pal. Thanks for having me on, as always. Have a good week, right? All right, great stuff. Final segment coming up. PSBR Law Studios. KT gonna finish things up. Producer Mark Hoke, do not miss his show this Sunday, eight AM to ten AM. Great professional wrestling at its finest. And of course, it is the Mark Hoke show, eight a.m. to ten a.m. 101.5 FM K D W N 101.5 FM. Get it down. Mark it down. You know that's where we're gonna be. You're gonna find us there and also across the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Live from Vegas. We'll wrap things up. You're listening to SportsX Radio. I'm Ken Thompson. We'll be right back.
2: He's dancing with the chicken slacks. She's moving up and back. Oh, man, there ain't nothing like twisting the night away. They're twisting, twisting. Everybody's feeling great. They're twisting, twisting. They're twisting the night. Let's twist the line.
1: That is awesome stuff. Legendary Sam Cooke coming back, a little twist in the night away. That guy, some of his music, man, just gets you jumping, man. Just great stuff, old school stuff, but a very diverse Mark Hoke when he's spinning the hits, especially on a fat Tuesday. SportsX Radio, Ken Thompson, thanks to the Crooklyn Balla. Sometimes we, uh, we get people on cell phones. A lot of people don't even have landlines anymore. When they do, we'll always uh, try and accommodate that way. But sometimes cell phones, you just never know on the hookup, on the connection. So sometimes a little bit of, uh, you know, feedback or whatnot, just uh, gremlins in the system. So thanks for bearing with us with the Crooklyn Balla, But uh, I love that guy. I mean, he does a great job. Brad Powers, our number two as well. And then Jose Valante making it in studio. And uh, KT going to wrap things up in the next three, four minutes. Uh, 49ers, they're going to hire ex-Panthers interim coach Steve Wilkes as their defensive coordinator. So he replaces D'Amico Ryans, of course, who took the head coaching job with the Houston Texans. Uh, Let me see, Uh, Baylor, keep an eye on Baylor basketball now, because remember the old UNLV guy, Jonathan Chamwa Chachawa, he made his return after a knee injury, and that could be a key piece for Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears. Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, and I like Kansas State, team that took over, and remember Jerome Tang, 19 years under Scott Drew, I think both those teams are dangerous. Uh, Kansas. I, look, I, I, I get Kansas is always going to be relevant, and and I love Jalen Wilson, and I think they're going to take care of business. I liked them last night, and they took care of business on, on their home court, but they've floundered several times. There's a, a a few dark horses and stuff, but I will say this, because I think we say it, yeah, I've probably said it, I'd say, three, three, four times in the last six, seven years, that it's the most wide-open field in the NCAA tournament that you're going to have. I don't think there's a team that's unbeatable. Even with Zach Eadie, Purdue, yeah, they might be number one, and he's good, and his footwork's outstanding for a big guy. You could see how this this guy has worked hard, and Matt Painter's got him rolling, and I like Purdue a lot. But they're vulnerable, there's no question. Now, keep an eye on Indiana, a team that just beat Purdue. And I know they blew a big lead in that game at Assembly Hall, but they came back and they end up winning the game. Uh, that's a good, solid Indiana team. Remember, Xavier Johnson, their point guard's going to be back soon. He's missed a couple months. And that guy comes back, It's acclimated in there. Indiana's a dark horse, man, to do some damage, at least uh, get to Sweet 16. All right, real quick, let me uh, go back. Didn't work out as far as that last game, as far as uh – college basketball, or at least it has, and Nevada actually leads it now, 77-76 with four seconds left. The only chance I have is overtime, but I got to give the Wolfpack and Steve Alford, if they win that game in the pit, that'll be a sweep of New Mexico. Uh, did get the other one right with Kansas State, uh, but that's not going to get you the money. Fresno State did get a split with San Jose State, but they beat Tim Miles in the uh, San Jose State Spartans tonight. They were laying three and a half. They get the win. They come off sweeping UNLV, and that was a bad loss for Coach Kevin Kruger and the Rebs. They needed to beat... Uh, Fresno State on Saturday. They did not get it done. So the Bulldogs give them credit and they'll be one of those teams to be reckoned with in the Mountain West tournament. They don't have a great record, but you know, they still have a team that is dangerous enough to beat you if you're not playing your A game. Let me cruise on down. Uh, Let me see some of the games for tomorrow. Just glancing at them right now because I've kind of uh, looked at them a little bit. Seton Hall, Creighton is at Seton Hall. Creighton's minus 3.5, total 135.5 should be a good one. Nebraska actually got a home win the other night. They're going to be in Michigan. Uh, Wolverines laying 11.5. Let me move on down. I'm just going to see what jumps out at me. Uh, Missouri State, they're missing one of their good players, so be careful if you're going to bet them at home against Belmont, minus 1.5. Uh, I do like uh, Delaware. Take Delaware, lay the three against Drexel. Drexel's been playing well. Uh, But they made a nice comeback at home in their uh, last game to get a win and a cover. But I think Delaware, the Fighting Blue Hens, will bounce back off a loss and get the win there. That's one of the games that I'll play. And uh, let me see if there's anything else real quick jumps out at me, KT, as I'm scrolling down to music. When you hear the music, KT, you got 30 seconds to get out. That's about going to do it. Uh, Yeah, that's that's about it. I'll, I'll say Oklahoma State gets another win against Texas Tech, who's floundering big time. That'll do it for SportsX Radio at Steiner's tomorrow. You know the rules, no drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. I'm Ken Thompson. For my producer, Mark Hoke, we appreciate you big time, folks. Archives up in a little bit. God bless. Have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.